You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about ways to know if she's the one. Continuing a conversation that we've been having here on the podcast, especially on my YouTube lives, we've been talking about knowing if she's the person for you, meaning is this someone that you get into a relationship with? How do you know if she has the non-negotiables that you're looking for? So I feel like it's been a month of relationship, or not relationship advice, but getting into relationship advice. I know a lot of you are at the point where you are moving towards getting into a relationship. So I want to help you out here. The advice that you've been using is advice to get you to the point where you are dating a woman who you're in a relationship with. Now, of course, I know that some of you guys are out there playing the field. I played the field for a long time too. That's great. Nothing wrong with that. If you want to do that for the rest of your life, cheers to you. Whatever it is that you're looking for, go after it. And uh, you know what? In fact, that brings me to a good point. We'll do an episode soon on how to handle dating multiple women at once, how to have a lifestyle when you're not just looking for a relationship. So we'll definitely get into that. But on this episode, how do you know if she is someone who you should be with long term? We've talked about non-negotiables on the podcast. We've talked about red flags. Let's put it all together. Let's make it extremely clear and transparent so you know exactly what to do. And I have some thoughts on what it means to label a woman as the one. So you're going to hear that and, and a lot more and some great tips and breaking things down as granular as possible so that you can understand. And then eventually, if you're looking for a relationship, get into one with the person who's going to be the best fit for you. Now, today's episode is a audio extracted from a recent YouTube live. It was from about a week ago. Uh, If you're listening to this episode on the very first day that it's released, then it would be two weeks ago. So recorded this in December. If you guys want to interact with me, you can also go to my YouTube lives. Lately, I feel like I've been producing a little bit more content there versus just a lot of Q&A. I don't know. I have a lot to say recently, and I thought like I have been recently with some of these lives. They're just too good to to not have here on the podcast. So that's why I decided to put it here on the podcast. But if you want to join me on these lives, I've been doing them Tuesdays at 5.30 Central. My YouTube is called Trip Advice. You can go and follow me and subscribe there, and then you can join me and the crew. We do have regulars who show up, which is pretty cool. I do like chatting with some of the people who show up every week, and you can chat with me. Of course, you can always DM me. I like hearing from you guys, and I like hearing from you guys knowing kind of what's your situation. And so DM me if you want to chat about how we can help you more and how we can solve your issue. So whether you have approach anxiety, whether you are struggling to find the one, whether you're still not understanding how attraction works or how to flirt, that's been difficult for you. Any of these, DM me on Instagram and you can connect with me there as well. I'm doing my best to get closer to you. In the podcast, I can't talk to you. You can't leave comments. Doesn't mean the podcast is not a great tool for you. It absolutely is. And in fact, it's one of my favorite things that I do. 
on a weekly basis is record these podcasts. But I always like to get close to you in the sense where we can chat more. So join me on the lives, DM me on Instagram. Don't be afraid, say hello. I like to connect with as many guys as possible. Let's get into today's episode. Ways to know if she's the one. We break it down. It's good. It's great. It's grand. Take some notes. Let's dive in. I like to break everything down. I've been doing this for 11 years now, and I will continue to do it. Break everything down to its simplest form. Simplest form. Thanks, Harry. Simplest form. What do we mean she's the one? Like, what does that, what does that even mean? I take the less romantic approach here. And I'm sure if any women are here listening, they're probably not going to love some of the things I have to say. I don't know. But I don't care. Because the reality is the person who's the one is basically saying this person's the best fit. Okay, this person is the best fit. And we'll go into more details on that. But I'd like to describe it in that sense. The woman or the man, even in, in, in the case for, for women, it's, it's the best fit. It's the person who you deemed best fit. Now, one of the problems with guys who are searching or women who are searching for the one, one of the problems is, is that we don't really necessarily look for the best fit. We tend to, on average, go with our gut and our feelings based on somebody. And while, of course, that is going to be a major aspect of, of attraction and, and getting together with someone, it's a really unhealthy way and could be a disastrous way to go about it. More details in just a bit. So in order to find the one, so to speak, the girlfriend, the wife, the long relationship that you might be looking for, ideally, you're looking for the best fit. I almost want to take the one out of your vocabulary. I don't know. Something about it makes me cringe. Maybe that's that non-romantic part of all this. Just like, she's the one. And I know that it's nice to say it. I know that it, it, it feels good to say it. And I will say this. It's not easy to find the one. That's for sure, right? I think we know that. That's why they call it the one, because there's billions of people and you're finding one person. However, it just seems unrealistic. One of the examples I go to when I think about how that's unrealistic is, let's say you found the one. You found that one person, the best fit for you in, in the moment and then unfortunately, hate to go dark here, but I got to do it. Unfortunately, let's say that person passes away. Do you think that that's it for you? Do you think that you shouldn't be in another relationship? Find someone else? Of course not. You should absolutely get back out there whenever you do. Well, if you want to. But if you did decide to do that, do we now think that it's just over for you? No, of course not. We live in a world where, where we have opportunities to meet so many people. So it seems just a little ridiculous to say that there's only one. Okay? 
But again, I will say, it ain't easy. That's why TripAdvice exists. Well, one of the reasons why it exists, because we help guys with being able to filter and find the best fit, the one, so to speak. And so going into this idea of of best fit, like I said, I'm going to show you how to do it. But you have to understand that in order to find that best fit, there has to be some work involved, but also some strategy. And this is where that kind of non-romantic part comes in, where it's like, feels a little funny. And I will admit, talk to me 15 years ago, I'd say the same thing. That feels funny. You just want it to happen. Hollywood, damn Hollywood, has created this picture in your mind that it just happens. If you've ever seen the movie Serendipity with John Cusack, kind of that same idea. Well, really any movie with John Cusack. But yeah, they've they've painted a picture of what dating or finding the one should be like. And you got to remember that you're watching stories, stories made up by some person in a dark room typing on their computer, coming up with what they know is going to be fun and fantastic for you to watch, right? Fantasy. So be very careful of, of how you were raised, what TV you watched, what movies you watch, and all those, those romantic comedies that have taught you the opposite of, of what is the reality. And the reality is strategy, like I just said a bit ago. Make sense so far? Good so far? Still with me? Good. So like I said, there is no one. You could have multiple ones in the course of, of your life, you know? There will be moments in time where you will be in relationships. And Neil Strauss actually said this. He's the writer of the game. He was big in the pickup world. And he wrote this in his book called The Truth, which was a really interesting book. It was the sequel to the game. He said, relationships should not be measured by their length, but by their depth. And I thought that was really cool because there is something about that. We can, we can take and learn different things based on the different relationships we've been in. And I think that there's something great there. And eventually what happens is maybe we get into a, a few relationships, we learn some lessons, and then we find someone who we deem, wow, this person is a great fit. In fact, that was what happened with me and Megan. Same exact idea. Wow, this person is a great fit. And of course, all the lovely things that go with it. You respect the person. You're attracted to the person. There's chemistry, all of that good stuff. But you have to have the strategy to go into it. And I think people lack the strategy. And I think people are lacking the strategy more and more these days simply because they have so much more opportunity. I feel like there's there's a lack of, of strategy because it's just like, wow, look at all these potential options. We go online and, and we can meet more people than we ever have in the history of the world. And oh God, it still blows my mind. I mean, literally online dating is 20 years old and not everyone was really doing online dating from late 90s to like late aughts. And then all of a sudden 2012 Tinder comes out 
basically the past 10 years. That's it, just a decade. What a blip in time that we've been able to have so much opportunity. And I think a lot of us are screwing it up. And so I'm broadcasting today to be able to help with that, okay? So I do believe that it takes time and patience. A client of mine most recently, let's just say he was a he was a catch. Okay, we we well we turned him into a catch. He already had some great things going for him, and then he really put himself out there and had strategy. And it took about a year to find a really solid person. Okay. Is this person going to be the one? We don't really know yet, but I will say it took a solid year of going out and dating and putting in all the effort to then find someone where they were the best fit, or at least so far. I would say a year does, in some some cases, sound like a long time, but a year to find or let's say even two years, hell, three years, to find someone who's going to be a great fit for you. All right? If you're a person who's looking for a relationship, and if you're eventually looking for marriage, it's not a decision you should take lightly. It is one of the most serious decisions of your life. And I absolutely mean that. I will say that again. It is one of the, if you decide that you want to get married, it is one of the most important decisions of your life. Not whether or not you want to get married, but who you pick to marry. Because that person can make or break you, my friend. Here in the TripAdvice coaching program, and just uh, anecdotally, I've heard way too many stories of guys who were emotionally, financially ruined. Like, ruined disaster. We're talking, and it, and, and if you have kids with this person, that's it. You're stuck with them for life. So imagine all of a sudden you made the wrong decision. You settled. You didn't do it properly. You end up getting married to some woman. Then you have kids. Then you get divorced. And then you end up hating her for whatever reason. And now you got to share custody. I can't even imagine I'm so grateful I've never had to go through that. I'm sorry for any guy that has to go through that. Absolutely miserable. So we don't want that. And that's why we have to know on a strategic level if the woman that you're dating is, let's say, the one. Okay. Silver, you said getting married also has financial and legal implication. One must consider as well. Exactly. Exactly. So we have to be very careful here, okay? So back to my last point, patience. It takes patience. You have to have the right strategy and patience. And without patience, you can make a rash decision and be with someone who might not be a good fit. Now, I know some of you watch and you can't yet get a date or it's even hard for you to get a date. So you're on your timeline, you're, you're, you're very far off to even getting to that point, that's, that's okay. That is totally okay. It's going to take time to get to that point where you're going on a lot of dates, but you'll get there, obviously, 
we can help you. You see on the screen, you see here on Instagram, pinned comment, tripadvicecoaching.com. We can get you to that point with one of our dedicated coaches here on staff that will help you. And then once you do, that's the next step. You're not really ever done with optimization and learning. There's always the next problem. Guys think, oh, I got the date. I got it. I got her number. I got it. I got a girlfriend. We're good. I'm married. We're good. We got kids. We're good. No, there's always a point in time. There's always a point in time in the timeline of your relationship, in your life. Every point in time, you're going to have a question. There's going to be a new problem to solve. I like to say that is the richness of life. Because with the problems that naturally occur in life, we get the opportunity to solve them, to do better, to become a better person. Growth never stops. Exactly. I like that. Growth never stops. Um, Masculine mindset coach on TikTok. And you know what that does? That, it sounds like, God, fuck, that's a lot of work. God, life is a lot of work. Well, it is. It doesn't have to be, but then your life's going to really be terrible. But when you work, when you're in the growth mindset, knowing that the growth never stops, you become so much more powerful, so much more confident. You build so much self-esteem that life is just better. So don't let me paint this picture that life is a bunch of problems. Oh God, life is going to be tough. It gets better. You enjoy the challenge and the challenges that come one after the other. In whatever you're doing, by the way, this doesn't have to uh, be just relationships, dating. This can be health. This can be your career. This can be your lifestyle, meaning how you spend your time, the people you spend time with, your hobbies. It's like, it's funny too, right? You think about a game, right? People like games. A lot of guys like to play video games. I used to love to play video games from like six years old to like, 15, I was just always playing video games. Are they easy? No, they're challenging. They're hard, but it's fun. It's fun. You get to solve problems. You get to win. You get to have accomplishments. It's great. So again, to tie all this back into our topic today, how do you know if she's the one? We're talking about the fact that there's always going to be a new problem to solve. And so wherever you are on your path, you'll get there. And if you're at this point where you're trying to figure out How do I know if she's the one? We're going to help you there. Now, before I go into the how-to, I just want to remind you of something here. Once we take the verbiage, the term, the one, out of our vocabulary, we're going to start to become into, we're going to start to have an abundant mindset. And the abundant mindset is really crucial. It's really crucial in every area of life, but we'll just talk about dating. If you are really loose with uh, the terminology of the one and you end up you know, dating some, some girl and a couple dates go by and you're like, oh my God, this girl, this girl's amazing. This girl's the one. And then you find that you become so sucked into her that you will do anything to have her because you've labeled her as the one, you're going to start to get into the scarcity chase mindset, which is what I need all of you to avoid at all cost. 
because you'll end up putting her on such a pedestal that you'll end up acting too needy and then she'll become unattracted to you. And then uh, it can slow, basically what happens is then it, it slows you down. That's the thing that no one really teaches you, which I'm trying to share with you right now is the reason why you don't want to strategize, or I should say over strategize for one girl is because, well, first of all, probably means she's not interested to begin with if you're over strategizing and you're wasting a lot of time with a woman who's not already interested in you. Okay. She's not already interested in you. And so that's probably why you're in this over strategize mode. Now, I know I said earlier, I'm not trying to contradict myself, that you, there, is need to, there needs to be a strategy, but there needs to be a strategy holistically. There needs to be a strategy for your entire game plan of your dating life, not for the one girl that you're trying to pine and chase after. The abundant mindset is a nice and pretty mindset to have. It's nice to, to think about that. To think in abundance is like, oh, I can get any girl, I can get any girl, and then you don't have to strategize over that one. I found that that's not the most effective. Sure, it could help a little bit, but really you have to be doing the things to actually get into an abundance of women. You have to be dating a lot and have lots of options and become a guy who does have a lot of options. Because once we're able to have all those options, we're not going to be going after women who are not that interested in us. So tying back to the theme here, we're talking about being really careful with who we're labeling as the one. And even if you do find a woman who, as I said earlier, is the best fit, the best fit for you, even if you, you do find that, we still, like even if you're certain she passes all the tests, we still don't want to over-strategize and chase that one woman because there is one crucial, crucial factor involved in finding the one, or in this case, the best fit. Can anyone guess, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, what's the most important factor in finding a woman who's the best fit? I'll give you about 15 seconds. Someone said the three non-negotiables? No, but I like where your head's at. We're close. Yes, we will be talking about the three non-negotiables, but nope, that's not it. She's interested in, she cares. Say, oh, there we go. Percy said it. She's interested in you back. Percy, you are a great student. That's right. We'll call it high level of interest because that's what we're always filtering for because I don't care how perfect she is. In fact, I'll tell you a story. I'm working with a client now. Well, we're actually done working together, but... We just did a recent call and he's stuck. Man, is he stuck. He's in a place where he's got this girl who passes all of his non-negotiables. She's just the perfect fit on so many levels. And he just can't really get her. Like they hang out, they sleep together, they have fun but she's also kind of dating another guy and she's going back and forth between the both of them. And it's just a disaster. And he is super stressed out. So we did a call the other day. And second I got on the phone call with him, I said what I'm going to say to you here. I said, listen, man, 
he because he, he wrote me a uh, a long email just bulleting everything that's going on in the situation, almost like a free thought exercise, just every feeling and emotion possible and every fact you could ever think of. I said, listen, dude, what is your ideal scenario here? I said, don't think about her. Let's not think about her for a second. Don't think about this specific girl. What is your ideal situation? What do you really, what kind of relationship do you really want? Describe it to me. And without getting too lengthy into it, he basically came to the conclusion that he obviously, right? This is like common sense, but sometimes we, it's hard to see it. He wants a woman that wants him and him only and not confused whether or not she should be with him or another person. I'm like, yeah, like, don't you, I was just like guy to guy here for a second. Like, don't you just want a girl who just is obsessed with you and loves you in the healthy way? Right. Just like so excited to see you, wants to be with you. Like you're her person. Don't, don't you want that? Isn't that what you're looking for? And he's like, yes. I'm like, yeah, I know. I can tell. I can tell by, by what you're doing here. I said, that's not her. That's not this situation. This isn't the one. This isn't the best fit. But Trip, you don't understand. She's got this quality and this quality and this quality. She's got this quality. I said, so? What's your point? Why, why does that matter? We really got down to it. We really got granular. I said, why do those things matter? And then we came down to it. He did not believe that he could attract another woman because all the things that he was saying about her, it's like, well, there's a lot of women who are going to have that, those qualities that you're looking for. Hey, maybe not a, that much, but there's, they're, they're out there, right? Right? Yeah, of course they're out there. Okay, so then why are you settling for someone who doesn't really want to fully be with you if that's what you're looking for, if that's your ideal relationship, why aren't you, or I should say, why are you settling for this? And then it came down to that. He just didn't think that he can go out there and meet other women. He lives in a, I'm not going to say, no, I was going to say rural. It's definitely not rural, but it's a, it's a cold town. Let's put it that way. So once winter comes, it's, it's really hard to, uh, to meet somebody. And I said, so what? So what? So you'd rather be in this hell that you're living right now, this hell of going back and forth, this insane uh, tornado. Like, is this what you want? We just had to get down to that. And of course, his answer was no. So, um, yeah, guys, level of interest, super important. So now we're getting into it. So how do you know if she's the one? Now that we, we've uncovered some of the, the main principles and ideas here, how do you know? Uh, yes, high level of interest, of course. And then you got your three non-negotiables. We'll go over that in just a second. And then we got your chemistry. 
which I went in depth into last week. Kind of, this is almost like a continuation. So if you guys are interested in learning more about how to build chemistry with a woman, check out the live on YouTube that I did last week, November 29th. Check that out, whole hour long. You can, you can watch that. So how do we know if she's the best fit? Not the one, the best fit. Yes, your chemistry, which I'll just define real quick. I like to say chemistry is kind of that gut feeling that you have when you're with someone. It's this comfortability. It's this attraction. You kind of tie all those together. You got chemistry. You just feel comfortable around her. You feel attracted to her. Again, ways to build that. You can learn on that YouTube video, that live I did last week. So obviously that has to be there. And then you have your three non-negotiables. So the three non-negotiables are as simple as this. What are the three qualities that you're looking for? I've taught this many times. Maybe it's a little bit new to you, TikTok. Maybe new to you, Instagram. Not new to you, YouTube. I've talked about it a lot. But yes, three qualities that you're looking for in a woman. Whatever you want. It doesn't matter. You get to pick. Uh, Why three? Why three? Well, you don't want to put yourself in a position where your pool is so small because then that becomes dangerous as well. You have too long of a list, five, six, seven, eight. I mean, ask many women, their lists are very long, especially modern women these days. It's actually quite a disaster. And that's why a lot of women are remaining single into their thirties. They call it, they're not settling, but I believe that their lists are just way too long. And you can have a great relationship and find a great fit with someone who has the three things that you're looking for. Examples, it can be anything based on similar values, similar hobbies. It could be religion, it could be a political stance, it can be based on whether or not you want to have kids, that's always a really good one, right? So whether you want them or not want them, that would be one of your non-negotiable. Maybe how they treat their finances could be one, could be a woman who uh, wants to travel a lot because travel's big to you. It's so important. You got to have someone who's going to want to do that. Uh, You love tennis so much that you just want to be playing all the time. You want to be playing with your partner. Great. That's one. It's really up to you and what you want. People ask me all the time, like, what do you recommend? I don't recommend. It's whatever you want. I guess I can maybe recommend the one with the kids. That's a pretty big one again, having or not having. It's like you pick what you want and that's one of the qualities of her. So if you don't want kids, you'd say, I want a, lo- I want a woman who's not interested in having kids. That's a non-negotiable. I was talking to my friend the other day, which is a she, we came up with her three non-negotiables, which were someone who's very active, like a very active person, likes to do things, likes to stay busy. Uh, someone who has ease of travel, Okay, and then doesn't want kids. So those were her three that we came up with. And then I told her, when you're out there dating, these are what you're looking for. This is what you're looking for. It's not something that you figure out on date five or date 10. That's, that's going to put you in a bad position. You will get, someone said here something about attachment. You will get overly attached. And then you won't be able to think clearly. And then you go back and forth sometimes for months on whether or not you should be with this person because you let yourself get attached without 
disqualifying them. And that's a big thing. Okay, got to disqualify people who don't fit. All right, let's go to some, some thoughts here. Throw out some of your non-negotiables. Someone said, what if you have a woman that ticks all the boxes and even more, but you're just not feeling it? Deep down, I know this person is good for me in my future, but at the same time, I want something else. So that's a great example. I'll say this again for the TikTok and Instagram people. What if you want a woman that ticks all the boxes and even more, you're just not feeling it? Deep down, I know this person is good for me and for my future, but at the same time, I want something else. Very simple. This is no chemistry. So that's just, you don't have the chemistry. It's not there. It's just not there. It just is what it is. A good indication of chemistry to me is you can talk easily. Yeah, that's probably the number one sign of chemistry is that conversation flows, right? That's a big one. TikTok said, good banter, funny. I have a question. Okay. If a girl's parents tells her that you're the one for her, does that mean she's the right one? Because that's how my girlfriend and I got together. Uh, no, that's someone else's opinion. No one else can choose for you if this girl is the one or the best fit. It's going to be up to you. Chemistry is a big part of that, right? Her parents can think that all day. Your friends can think that all day. Sometimes, by the way, be careful. We can get real swayed real fast by the people we surround ourselves with, right? So if you start talking to your friends or your parents or whoever about the girl you're dating and she's like, oh my God, they go, wow, she sounds perfect. That sounds amazing. And you're going to be like, oh man, my friends approve, my parents approve. But then there's something deep down that's saying to you, I don't know, I'm not, sh- I'm not so sure. Don't listen to them. Listen to you. Listen to that gut. That's probably the chemistry right there. Or maybe something that's off that you're not being too honest with yourself about. So be very careful with getting too much advice from friends on whether to know that person's a good fit. Maybe on some of the red flags or such. But okay, we got someone who's health and fitness conscious. Cool. Let's see. Similar sense of humor. Doesn't want to have kids. Fiscally responsible, no drug or alcohol abuse problems currently or previously. I would even say like, duh, like, right? Like there's some duh, I call them like does, like, yeah, duh, she shouldn't have a drug problem, right? It's like, we're not going to be with anyone. I don't care if they meet your non-negotiables and you got great chemistry. She's got a drug problem or she's got a lot of issues going on. (laughs) We're not going to be with this person. You know, honest is like, that's another duh. She better be honest. I hope she's honest. I wouldn't pick that as one. It's not like honest is like I'm trying to think of, an, uh, of a, a correlating example here. I can't right now, but yeah, someone said again, faithfulness. It's like, yeah, well, don't make that as one. Plus you, you won't ever know. <laughs> like you won't know for sure. I mean, I guess you could find out her past, but you don't know if she's going to be faithful, faithful to you. No one knows. You just got to do it, right? You just got to go with it. You got to have a little faith, basically. This is an interesting question. Is it possible to have chemistry without physical attraction? I think, yeah, absolutely. I think there is. Yeah, I think you can absolutely have. I mean, I like to say, and I said this in my last live, that attraction is like part of chemistry. It's like, I don't really call that chemistry. It's more like, yeah, you got this great connection, but you're not attracted to her. Whatever you want to call that, it's just not 
not someone you should be going for. Can you work through being passive and poor communication skills to save a relationship? Ah, I think so. Yeah, for sure. Sounds like the non-negotiable should go beyond the bare minimums. Exactly. I like that's a good way of saying it. Yes. It goes beyond the bare minimums. Whatever you want to call that. Red flags, bare minimums, duh, the does. Like the bare minimum won't be, yeah, won't be a non-negotiable. Someone said, uh, my main focus right now is looking great, gym and clothing, confidence, social dominance, and believe in yourself and understand other and be careful what you say. Great in bed, sense of humor, embraces your flaws. Yeah. In your opinion, is chemistry more powerful than physical attraction? Again, I do believe that chemistry, attraction is part of chemistry. When you say, wow, I have chemistry with this person, it involves a attraction plus a comfortability. What, Dude, Austin, watch that live I did last week. I go real deep into this and I think it might help you. It's on my channel. It's on the YouTube channel. So check that out. But yeah, these are great thoughts here. And good non-negotiables, guys. Thanks for uh, shouting them out. I think it helps people. And here's the other thing, guys. When it comes to your non-negotiables, they can change. Don't work too hard at this in the beginning. Like literally take an hour, less. Take 20 minutes. What's the first three things that pop in your head? Figure out what those are. Stick with it. Go out, date, meet women, get into some relationships, some casual relationships, And then as you go through the process, you will end up finding out what actually matters to you and what doesn't. You might go, oh, you know what? I don't really care about that non-negotiable anymore. I don't care about their, maybe you had a strong political stance and you realized, oh, you could be with someone who is more moderate or on the other end or I don't know, something like that. You just end up dating and you find out that it didn't really matter as much as you thought it was going to matter. And that's okay. Then you got a free space to come up with another one. Yes, I do have a book I want to recommend. Uh, there's a book. It's called The Tactical Guide to Women. I uh, recommend it quite often in my book recommendation list. I've actually interviewed the author, Sean T. Smith, on my podcast two times. And his book, his book is kind of about the does, the bare minimums, looking for a woman who doesn't have any since uh, has any big red flags and looking for a woman who is a emotionally mature, great add to your life. And that's the idea here, right? Why are we doing this? Let's come back to the why for a second. I don't think we really, we really came down to that. Why are we trying to figure out if she's the one, a great fit, I actually just talked about this on my podcast recently too. It's because you want someone to add to your life. That's the most important. You want someone that's going to add, not subtract. And I would say no neutral, but I don't even know what that means. It's probably going to be pretty binary here. It's probably going to be some sort of she's adding or she's subtracting. She's making your life better or she's making it worse. 
like like Franklin Detour Detour said on TikTok. I got a wife that's trying to take everything. Yep, we're doing this because we want someone to add to our life. A client of mine, who a long term client of mine, who's been in and out of coaching, you know, we have to come back to that idea because he's dated some women where I have to come back and I have to say, dude, is she adding to your life or is she making it harder? Is there drama and problems? Or, and of course, it's inevitable. It's not going to be easy. It's always, not going to be always rainbows and butterflies, but 95% or more of the time, it should be. And you should have strategies to make sure it will be. Of course, it gets harder when you have kids and things like that. I'm not saying it's easy, but still, I mean, I don't know, you guys might know. I mean, how many of you have been in poor relationships? Just say I, if you have. Who's been in a rocky relationship where you realized afterward, or maybe you're realizing right now, shit, that person took away, took things away from me, subtracted from me, made life harder. And sometimes we get into relationships where we're unable to see that because we are so chemically attached to this person because we have bonded with them, because we have had sex with them, because we've spent time with them, because we've been through different emotional stages with them. So it's, it, it becomes much harder to see through that. And that's the name of the game. It's like, in this funny way, we're kind of like dodging all the crazy emotions that are coming through. It's like, oh yeah, I lust after them. I'm infatuated with them, but like, boom, boom, boom. We got to block them. We got to think clearly. We got to think about whether or not this person is a good fit. Mic drop. That's it. It's what it is. <laughs> Space truck in 1991. Good name. My girlfriend is bossy. Otherwise perfect. What to do? I'd love to know a little bit more about that. Um, bossy how? Sounds like she's taking away from your life. Sounds like you need to have a conversation with her. A lot of issues that happen in relationships can get resolved with conversations, but people are too afraid to have them. That's awesome, man. Striped One says, I had a female friend I was interested in who was toxic. And when she was out of my life, my life got better from there. Two years later, I'm doing a lot better. Uh, you said female friend. I, I wonder if you literally mean a female friend or if you mean the girl you were dating but let's just say this guys it's not just the women in your life the women who you date the women who you sleep with it's not just them okay it's everybody it's everybody in your life your parents your siblings your friends your mentors, the people you choose to spend time around should be adding to your life. It's a big point. We can get caught up in toxic friendships. I've been in, I've been in them. I've had over the course of the years, not many, but they've been there. It's like, ooh, that was a, that was no good. We weren't, we were we were butting heads. There was a lot of drama. It wasn't working out. And then all of a sudden, what happens? You distance yourself from them. Life starts to get a little bit better. 
you break the friendship with them and you realize, I didn't need this person in my life. They weren't really adding. What was I holding on to? So it's, it's everything. What if you were the toxic one? Well, and then that could be the case too, right? Uh, I, well, I'll give you a tip. How do you know if you're the toxic one in the relationships? Uh, how do you know if uh, you're the one who's the common denominator? It's really simple. If you ever say to yourself something along the lines of everyone you come in contact with brings drama, it's like you feel like it's happening a lot. Common denominator is probably you. And you got to be honest with yourself on that. If you just struggle with all of your relationships in your life or a majority of them, it's probably you. This live stream has inspired me to write in for a podcast question. That's good. Yes. Yes. Podcast is called How to Talk to Girls, by the way. It's been live for eight years. Yeah, seven years. Yeah, no, eight. Eight years. Damn. Eight years. Uh, Still do it every week. Two episodes every single week. And I can also answer your question on the podcast. Okay, we got a female here asked, how can I approach the intentions conversation after a month of seeing each other? I'm fearful of losing what we have. A month is a little soon, but also know that if it's a guy for you, he won't run away if you have that discussion. You just got to bring it up a little bit more casually. shouldn't be like, we've been dating a month. We have to get in a relationship right now. But I understand that women do want to filter out for women, for men who are just looking for, for sex and nothing more. Someone said, I'm a runner. Soon as the controlling starts and it feels possessive, I move on. Now I'd be careful there because that could be one of your attachment issues. I'm looking at you, TikTok. Maniac, manic, manic, I can't pronounce your name. It could be on your end. You might have an attachment issue that's having you run away. Has this been helpful, guys? Let me know if it has been. Hope so. This has been been fun kind of going into these deeper topics lately. Before we end here, I know that some guys, you enjoy the lives, which has been great. But if you need more resources, if you need more help, let me tell you where to go. I have Hooked. That is my course that teaches you how to attract women and how to get better at meeting women. Getterhook.com. For you guys watching on Instagram and TikTok, that's getterhook.com. That's my video course teaching you everything about meeting and attracting women, how attraction works. So that way you can get to the point where you can find the best fit for you. And then if you need more help to the point where you want to get this going faster, coaching is going to be your best bet. And you can find out a little bit more about coaching at tripadvicecoaching.com. You see that there, Instagram pinned. You see it here on the screen, YouTube. And I don't have any comments for you, TikTok. Tripadvicecoaching.com. So Tripadvice Coaching is a coaching program that you can get into where you're going to have a dedicated coach that's going to work with you one-on-one 
and help you and guide you to set up your dating profile, help you with going out and meeting women and doing approaches. And we've gotten girlfriends, we've gotten guys' girlfriends sometimes in less than a couple months. It's pretty crazy what we can do. We help defeat your approach anxiety and we get your dating life to the point where you are slammed with options. So then you can use the material in this video to filter for the ideal relationship that you're looking for and the type of woman that you're looking for. So you can apply. There is an application form. We don't accept everybody only because we can't work with everybody. If you're under 18, for example, if uh, you don't have a job that can support investing in a program, or if sometimes guys are just in it for the wrong reasons. We're not trying to help guys who are necessarily trying to get back at their ex, things like that. So we have to know what's going on. So check it out. Guys, you can also follow me on Instagram. I'm putting out different reels every single day and I'm in the DMs talking to people. There you go. Thanks so much. I'll come up with some good topics for next week. Join me live again here on Tuesdays, 530 Central. See you next time.